Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. We were just talking about the Rams a few moments ago, and their head coach, Sean McVay, joins mm-hmm. us now here on the show. So, Sean, we got a lot of football questions for you, as we always do, but you know we got to ask some questions that are not necessarily football-related to start the interview. Hope you and yours are well. Um, but I've heard, Sean, my sources tell me that while you've been doing – training camp and hard knocks has been filming that mama mcveigh is not necessarily happy with your language on the show can you confirm or deny that coach mcveigh i'd like to know who your sources are because that's absolutely correct so what has that conversation been like here's the conversation george uh i got a text from my mom right after the show started i I wasn't watching it because we were still over at the office she said it sure would be nice if the opening segment didn't have you using the F word, you have a lot of people that might look up to you and they'll think it's cool that, uh, to use the F word. You don't want that. And I said, way to really kick a guy when he's down, mom. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people look up to you. Use the F word may not be the thing you would want. Wow. I, I, you know, my, uh, I was joking around. My parents were here this summer, LZ and, my dad said, you know, you got to watch your language. You know, you know, you want to make sure it's a sharp deal. I said, you don't know what the F you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so- I do have to watch my language, though. I got I got to be better about that. It's, uh, you know, I'm never cursing at anybody. It's sometimes just try to uh, emphasize words, but it is unnecessary. And my mom uh, is not proud of me right now. Oh, come is, on, man. Is, is that like a, is that, that a, is that a faith? thing or is it just a you know general sort of decency thing that you guys have always had in your family yeah i think it's more just respect for my mother you know just uh really my parents in general that you know you don't need to use that and uh obviously i'm not doing very well with that one (laughs) uh sean what was uh the best and worst part of your quarantine without football you know, I think the best part was just getting time with, uh, you know, it, it seems like forever ago when we connected on an interview. It's, uh, you know, I think the best time was just being able to be a little bit more still, truly be able to probably get more rest than I've ever gotten, take better care of, you know, myself. But most importantly, just be able to get time with my fiance Veronica. And like I mentioned, my parents were able to come out. We flew them out here and they stayed for a few weeks. And just being more still, you're able to have good quality time that you haven't otherwise. And I think the worst thing was just the the limited interactions with people in person, you know, being able to get back here, you realize how much you thrive. You know, I, I, it's nice to connect with people on zoom and those different things, but uh, it's, there's nothing like being in person with somebody uh, being able to feel their energy and, and how much kind of that just energizes you throughout the day, being around people again. You know, I'm glad you brought up Veronica because, uh, you know, I got to ask this question. What's taking so long, bruh? It's been over a year. What we doing, dog? Really, you know, she's a little bit younger. We were originally thinking, hey, let's get through this year. And she's from the Ukraine. We were planning on getting married in the south of France. Uh, But because of all this stuff, you know, I guess L.A. is a nice, uh, nice place to be able to settle for if you can't make that. I just. We didn't have trust and confidence in, in next year, and we're kind of limited into only being able to do it in the months of June or July. But I would be ready to do it now. We just uh, we kind of had always set that date two years out, just knowing the time and uh, and just trying to make sure that we could accommodate her family members being able to travel and everything as well. 
I mean, LZ, there's a pandemic going on, for God's sake. I mean, you know. That doesn't stop nobody from getting married. Cut the man some slack. dog. I got some questions, man. I can't deny that. You are right. You know, we've talked about maybe let's just get over with and we'll have the party, you know, next June when it's really scheduled for us. So I, I, I can't disagree with that. Well, there you go. You can have you and the dogs out there, right, with your beautiful view. You can just do it at the house. You have someone come over. You've got the masks on, right, or, or, or socially distant, right, the minister. You make that all happen. Just do it at the house. Exactly. I guess there you go. That. Hey, we can do that. All right. Hey, I, I, I know a good DJ, too, if you need some karaoke for the party. Just let me know. <laughs> I love uh, it. Sean, the hard knocks part of it, like how weird is it knowing that there are cameras everywhere? You know, here's the only thing I would say. They, they've really done a good job of kind of blending in. But, you know, I, I come in early in the morning and I got these robo cameras in here. Uh, when you're mic'd, you know, you know you're mic'd. They're, they're about as respectful and as seamless as it gets. But there is an element of when you know that it's not you that you're just talking to somebody else. You know, you're, you're just a little bit less yourself, I think. And you, there are times when you kind of forget about it, like when I use bad language. But other than that, it's, it's definitely different. But I think anything is better than not being able to have football. And if it's a good reflection on the, on the, uh, on the Rams, you know, we're all for it. And especially if I get made fun of where people act like I'm ordering a McDonald's order. I can't tell you how many people buried me about that thing. I don't know if you guys saw that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, <did. laughs> I, I have to tell you, Sean, I'm actually irritated that the Rams are on hard knocks. And this is why. Hard Knocks is usually reserved for bad teams. And we're not a bad team. And I don't like being characterized and lumped in with the bad teams through this show. LZ, I'm right there with you, my man. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I I, I think it's it's, it's highly offensive they even asked us to even participate in Hard Knocks as if we aren't a good team. We're a very good football team that, in my opinion, was a foot and a half away from making the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, there's a lot of good motivation, a lot of reasons for us to uh, to try to respond the right way, and I I, I do have confidence that uh, this year will be a uh, a great opportunity for us to be able to answer it with our play. Sean, speaking of that, when you look at your roster this year, obviously over the last couple of years, there's there's been plenty of turnover. That's the sport, I get it, but there's been. Uh, even more significant turnover with your group than maybe some of the other teams that are competing for playoff spots. Um, What do you look at your team right now and say to yourself, this is absolutely our strength and this is definitely an area we need to work on? Yeah, here's what I would say. There has been a lot of turnover, but if you look at it, you know, the the core veterans, the key leaders in place, uh, you know, we feel really good about the continuity there. I think when you look on the defensive side of the ball, you're talking about Michael Brockers and Aaron Donald. John Johnson is an ascending player, and Jalen Ramsey's one of the, you know, the best players in this league. So, uh, you know, those four being able to lead the way on defense feel really good about it. You had a player like Leonard Floyd, uh, who's had a significant impact on a great defense in Chicago the last handful of years, has familiarity with Brandon Staley. Uh, you know, those are all good things. And then you go back over to the offense. You got Goff. You've got Woods and Cup. Tyler Higby is an ascending player that played really well towards the latter half of the year. And we got some continuity with our two tackles with, with Havenstein and Whitworth. And then I think Austin Blythe is continuing to mature. So we've got leaders in place. Uh, Johnny Hecker as our punter wouldn't want anybody else in the world. You got, you know, a long snapper and Jake McQuaid. So, there's a lot of things that we do feel good about, and there's a lot of players that we drafted 
and some young players that are going to be asked to step up that uh, I think will show why we have a lot of confidence in them to be able to do so. How difficult was it for you to get the young players, the rookies in particular, obviously acclimated to what you wanted to do when you didn't have the normal face-to-face interaction and time to do that? You know, it was challenging, LZ, but the guys that we drafted, especially those young players that you're talking about, they're very mature football players, uh, smart. Football just makes sense to them. They love the game. They've been easy studies. You don't take for granted any of these reps that are so vital to them at this point. But when you look at a lot of these rookies that we are expecting to contribute in a big way for us, they pick things up fairly quickly. Uh, and that's been a real positive. And we've gotten a lot of chance, you know, we've gotten a, a great opportunity to get more above the neck reps than ever before. And really today represented, uh, you know, our, our, fifth practice, if you will, uh, third in pads, and and uh, these guys are doing a nice job. Sean McVay, Rams head coach, joining us here on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Sean, you know, Jared has now been with the club several years. How much more is expected from Jared Goff this season? Yeah, I mean, I think you always expect him to grow, George, but I think the thing that we've really emphasized is you've played at a really high level continue to, to, to make the plays that, that you understand how to make, make good decisions, snap in and snap out, operate the offense, and the rest takes care of itself. I mean, he's, he's so talented, but there is an element of, you know, don't feel like you have to do too much. Let your 10 teammates help you. Uh, let's operate the system in a way that is conducive for you playing at an all-pro level, which we've seen him do. And, and, and he makes the system go. You know, I think the unfair narrative, oh, is a system quarterback. Well, the system is what it is because of his ability. And uh, sometimes it's like, hey, let's just continue to improve, learn from the things that, that we can do better than what we've done over the last couple of years. But let's not lose sight of them, the amazing things that you have done and, and continue to do that and, and, and see if we can do it a little bit better than what's been done. Um. Jonathan Bean was just announced today as the new SVP uh, for diversity and inclusion. What's the one thing you would like to see Mr. Bean address more than anything when it comes to the issues of diversity and inclusion in the NFL? Yeah, what what I would say, LZ, has been the most eye-opening thing for me is that uh, it's about understanding everybody's individual perspective and how their experiences, their environments have shaped the way that they feel about different things. I, I think there is a natural inclination to think there's a one-size-fits-all, but I know for me one of the most beneficial things that these last few months have enabled you to, to learn is that uh, asking questions that maybe you haven't asked before gives you some insight so that you can really listen to learn and then be able to implement processes and procedures that are in alignment for being able to accommodate a lot of people but also understanding that there's so many different things that that people have uh strong feelings on it and how can we really just have that empathy and understanding and, and really just be able to have that equity amongst everyone sean mcveigh with us here sean what about uh speaking of uh, you know protocols right like what about the protocols you're dealing with in regards to the pandemic and coronavirus and how different that has been as an experience overall for you and the players it's been different, but it's something that you just get used to. You know, you just implement it as part of your everyday rhythm. You know, I, I when I wake up in the morning, I fill out the COVID questionnaire. You take your temperature. Uh, you get your COVID test every single day. You're wearing your mask. You're socially distanced when when you when you can be. And uh, 
uh, and then you're just making sure that you're extra, you know, conscious about washing your hands as much as possible and, and, and kind of, uh, you know, Reggie Scott's done such a great job of, of implementing sound uh, parameters and protocols to really keep our ecosystem right. And, and I think the players have done an excellent job. And, and really, it, it's something that, you know, you kind of don't really notice anymore. The mask becomes kind of a, an extension of you just kind of grab it like you would throwing a hat on. Um, Sean, if I could offer a little piece of advice, and I don't know if George wants to join in or not, don't spend too much money on the food. When you do the wedding, they don't remember, Sean. They yeah, don't. they don't. They don't. Sean. They, oh, they, but what I would say, here's my piece of advice when it comes to the food, Sean. You make sure to remember to eat when you have the party uh, with you and Veronica because I kept forget every time someone wants to come and say hello to you and congratulate you, you, you don't get a chance to drink or eat, and you need to set aside time for that. That would be my advice, LZ. Yeah, I love that. You know, I've also gotten some good advice, too. Make sure you're very agreeable and don't have an opinion on too many things because uh, it'll be a lot smoother that way. Oh, there's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not your day. Yeah. I mean, it, Sean. I, I am more than happy to take a, a secondary role. Veronica has definitely take the lead role. I'm very interested when she wants me to be. And then if she feels strongly about it, I couldn't agree more, baby. There you go. There you go. Sean, before we let you go, I do have one question from when I was watching the original episode of Hard Knocks, and I'm curious to see if your investigation has led to anyone uh, being the culprit here. But who was pooping in the porta potty You know, I, I wish I could tell you, but it was absolutely awful. Yes, you can. Awful. We, yes, you I can. can. You can tell we have, me. We have... We have taken care of that issue. I think we had some nervous <laughs> rookies those first couple of days. If I was to have to bet, if if I was betting on it, I I bet it was some of these rookies that were real nervous those first couple of days. Sean, you're the best, brother. Thank you so much for always making time for us. We appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. No, hey, Thanks, I appreciate Sean. it. Always enjoy coming on. And LZ, I loved reading your article in the LA Times earlier this offseason, man. That was pretty special. Hey, thanks, brother. Really appreciate the support. Uh, you got it, man. All right, you guys have a good one. Take care, Sean. You too. There he is, Sean McVay, the head coach of your Los Angeles Rams. I always love talking to that guy, right? I mean, how do you not yeah. enjoy having a conversation with him? From the very first moment we met, which was um, shortly after he was hired in Texas for the Super Bowl. And we were at our, uh, an event at a party, and Sean walks in. He was with Les. I'll never forget it. And I go up to him and we start chatting. And the next thing you know, Sean has me so fired up for football, I was ready to go across the middle at my age. Like, he is so passionate and his energy is so infectious. Yeah. I walked away from him, George, at that party thinking, oh, man, we're in good hands. This guy, he's not a faker at all. He yeah. loves this game. Yeah, it's funny. I had a similar situation with him. I ran into him at a Clipper playoff game um, that first season that he was here and had a very similar experience with him. He's awesome. He's Laura, what did you just say to me in my ear? You guys got bro love. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've now known him for a long time, LZ. Like, you know. I mean, we, we grew up together, if, if you will. Well, we've I all mean, been in know? L.A. about the same amount of time, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I remember, you know, on Sports Nation, God rest his soul. Uh, my biggest question was about whether or not someone that young can command the respect of Ben, who may be his age or older. And after meeting him the first time, 
and I'm a good 10 plus years older than Sean McVay, again, I was ready to go across the middle for him. Right. And I had no doubt that he would be the leader of men. And he's been nothing, him and Coach Anthony Lynn have been nothing but outstanding figures for us, for the city, for the area. Uh, as far as NFL coaches goes. I couldn't be happier with those two guys. No question. Agree with you 100%. And we're going to talk to another great uh, L.A. athlete um, and part of an organization that we love, the LAFC. Uh, Mark Anthony Kay is going to stop by. Mac is going to join us. He's on hold as we speak.